welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about International Women's Day. Hey everyone, um, it's so good to be back. I took a long break and um, it was all because I had a lot to do and I was supposed to come back in December of 2021. Unfortunately, my mother passed away and that shook me to my very being. Like, I didn't even know where I was. I'm still struggling to process you know, this, this, this thing that has just happened. I still find it difficult to say my mom is no more here with us because I I forget sometimes I'm trying to deal with it. I'm trying to move on. But anyway, I'm back. I'm doing my best to get back to regular programming. And I'm glad that you're all here supporting me again and um, sharing these moments with me. It was International Women's Day a few days ago and the whole of March is Women's History Month and um, I knew it was time to get back into Excuse My African. I've missed you all and I hope you've missed me too. Um, A lot happened on International Women's Day with all the quotes, breaking the the bias and all the events, the conferences, women celebrating other women, women talking about a future that they want to see for the future of women and young girls and the things that we would love to see happen, you know, celebrating ourselves, celebrating those women who have contributed and made an impact in society, to the economy, to growth and development, you know, to the lives of our children and all of that, all the work that we do, all the women who are beautiful, strong, brave, resilient, industrious, bold, beautiful, and knowing that they are worth it, you know, I made a video as well, and I said that women should never forget who we are. We can never forget who we are, regardless of our situation or or our position. We must always remember who we are. We are special, and that's why we're women. But in the midst of all of that, I received shocking information, shocking news about something that happened in Lagos. I had planned, you know, something totally different for this episode, but this took a different turn and I, and I knew at, the, at that point that I had to talk about this. So apparently there was a young lady who got into public transportation in Lagos, Nigeria. And um, it was a BRT bus. She got into this bus and started feeling funny some type of way because she started noticing some things that were weird. They were not, you know, regular. And she felt that she was in danger So her instinct made her video call someone just in case anything went wrong. She video called someone and wanted the person to be aware that she was feeling uneasy and everything. Well, to cut the long story short, at the end of it all, her body was discovered. She had been killed. It shook the whole of Nigeria. It shook a lot of people, especially women who cried out, And, you know, made it clear that this is a very scary situation where even public transportation is no longer safe for women. You know, it's no longer safe for anyone. But 
the fact that this girl was murdered, even after she had made that call to say, hey, I'm feeling uneasy, and then she was murdered, everyone went, you know, up in arms. It was an uproar. Now, my first, my first um, reaction to it was, I'm sure that the matter will be taken up. A murder investigation will have to take place. They have to investigate and know exactly what went wrong, where this thing happened, who did it, and, you know, bring them to book, bring them to justice. Justice must be served. You know, someone has been murdered. A young girl has been killed, you know? I was expecting to hear, oh, the case has gone up. It is very serious. They are talking about it and blah, blah, blah. Only for me to see a post where <laughs> it really shocked me where someone who was supposed to be in government actually made a statement and said he doesn't understand why someone who feels she's in danger didn't call for help. Instead, she was video calling a friend. In my head, I'm like, I don't know if something is wrong with these people or if I'm the problem, someone has to educate me that the most important thing that's in front of us is the fact that a young girl has been killed. We, the, the people who are in power, who are in government, who are supposed to be protecting the people, doing what they can to make sure that the environment is safe, is blaming the girl, the deceased. How? How? I don't understand. Sometimes, you know, I love my country. I love my continent. But sometimes I, I just don't get it. I just don't understand it. I cannot accept some of the things that I hear. Like, how do you get off putting blame on the victim, on the deceased? How do you... This girl was on her own. She felt uneasy and wanted someone to be a witness just in case something happens and something eventually happened. And you were complaining that she didn't call the police. Which police was she going to call? What is the dedicated police line? Is she going to call a number and they will appear immediately where she is? Which police are we talking about? How was she going to get help at that time? When people are in fear, their instincts kick in, reflexes kick in. And the first thing that comes to your mind to do is what you do at that point. Because let's be honest, was she supposed to be in danger in public transportation in the first place? But instead of people to rally around and get the appropriate authorities to do what they're supposed to do. This government official is busy blaming her and asking why she didn't do this, why she did this instead of this. And I'm like, it breaks my heart because every year we celebrate Women's Day. Every year we have a new theme. But are we really, really making the kind of progress that we want to make? Or are we just pushing and saying, let's keep saying it, let's keep believing it. Someday something will happen. Nothing will happen if we don't do something about it, if we don't keep talking about it, if we do not continue to, you know, organize peaceful protests, if we don't use our platforms to add our voices, to lend our voices to these issues that are happening, if we don't meet the appropriate authorities, if we don't talk to people that we know that we have connections with, if we don't write these articles, if we don't do these documentaries, if we don't do these interviews, if we don't do this podcast, if we don't do all of this, 
nothing will change. Next year, we will celebrate another International Women's Day. Things will get bad. Things will get worse. But we will continue to applaud ourselves. But women will continue to suffer and die. I'm African. And everything that happens in Africa concerns me. It hurts me. I actually asked someone, a lady, a journalist that I've spoken to before about the Cameroon crisis and what was going on there. I had an interview with her a while ago. I think that was last year. And I decided to just inquire because I like to do follow up. So I sent her a message to ask her how Cameroonians were doing, how the women were doing, what was happening in the crisis, if it was better, if it was calmer. And she said, no, it's worse. People are being killed. Women are being raped. Children are being killed. More and more people are being displaced from their homes. There's fear in the land. People are still fighting. My problem is the fact that whenever there's a fight, there's a war, women suffer the brunt of it. Because then the sexual assault begins, the rape begins. They take it out on the women. And my question is why? Why? They're not the ones carrying the guns. They're not the ones carrying the machetes. But they have to suffer for something that they did not have a part in. That is a life of the African woman. And it hurts. It's really bad what's going on. I don't even want to go as far as Ukraine to tell you some of the headlines I've been seeing, how women are in, at risk of going through sexual violence, how this whole Russia-Ukraine crisis is connected to sexual violence to women in the Ukraine. I don't get it. But no matter what happens, women have to suffer for it somehow. So, I will still wish everyone happy International Women's Day, although it's past is belated. Happy Women's Month. But are we really happy? Are we really celebrating? All I can celebrate is the resilience that women have, is the fact that through it all, we've decided to just keep pressing on, keep pushing, keep going, and keep surviving. We're surviving. We're not living anymore. We're just surviving as the days come and go. But when? When are we going to put an end to all of this? When are women going to breathe and say, okay, at least I have a breather? In my country right now, they voted against different bills that were supposed to favor women to take up positions in the government. They voted no. They voted no against the women. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, we're supposed to be moving forward in terms of development, growth. But now we're regressing and that's, that's sad. Oh, it's hard. I, I want to do, excuse my African, I want to do my podcast and be able to talk about more positive things. I've been doing that, telling you about the beauty of Africa, talking about tourism, talking about our history, our monarchs, you know, our legends and all of that. But I cannot continue to pretend like everything is fine when things are burning down. Things are going wrong. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. The fuel prices in Nigeria right now is madness. There's no fuel even available to people. For the past one month, there's been fuel scarcity. And because of that, airfares have gone up. The base... Basic minimum, the, the cheapest airfare anywhere to anywhere in Nigeria is 50,000 Naira. 
Food has gone up. Transportation has gone up. Everything has gone up. But you know what has not gone up? Salaries. So how do people survive? How do women survive? This is hard. I'm looking for people who can think, who can sit down and look for solutions, proper solutions, think about it and say, hey, I think we should talk about this. I think we should approach this person. I think we can do this. I'm looking for you. If you're out there, please share your ideas with me. Send an email. Share your ideas with me and let me know. The email will be in the caption. Let me know what you think we can do. What, ad- what advice do you have? What tips do you have? What, what can we do together? This is heartbreaking and this is not the kind of world we want our children to live in. It's not the kind of legacy we want to le- leave behind for our children. So talk to me and let me know what your thoughts are. Thank you for listening to this podcast and I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love.